Greetings, programs. Welcome to another episode of Co is G Pod, the greatest podcast to be recorded in my basement. I am your undefeated host, Reagan. And joining me as always are my brothers, your favorite good guys, Box Office Rob. Hello. And my prequel and Rob's sequel, Ryan. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. How you going? <laughs> I didn't think you were going to get through that one. <laughs> There's a lot of laughter already. <laughs> I know, I know. It's all natural, though. It's all natural, baby. Of course, of course. <laughs> Before we get started talking about this movie, you guys should go out and grab some popcorn, get yourself a nice big cup of Fago, because we're going to the movies. In a world where the horror movie trope of a masked killer being foiled by some teenagers has become a self-referential cliche comes a movie about horror movie tropes where some teenagers foil a masked killer and he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for those meddling kids you can run you may hide you will scream All right, so now this week we watched Scream we from did. 1996, which was a mega hit. Re- redefined the the slasher genre, and the horror movies as a whole. As yeah, so I say, kind of brought everything back, right? Like yeah, yeah. I, everybody wanted to make a horror movie after after that, right? Yeah. yeah, so. well, yeah like uh, Friday the Thirteenth had gone stale. Nightmare on Elm Street uh, was stale. Every, everything was just redoes yeah. of the same same movie. Probably what the, the, the latest movie would have been like Chucky maybe or something like that before this, I would think. Right. You know, yeah. every, everything seemed old before this movie. You know, like everything seemed like an 80s movie, like Hellraiser or, or anything else. It just seemed like you were watching old movies that you could get at Blockbuster. There was no like major – like when, when was – I guess Blair Witch was sometime around here, but I would say that's after Scream. I think that's was. 98 or 99. Yeah. So that's probably that probably was, helped bring it back. Yeah, that was another one that kind of brought things around. But I think this I was. I want to say the, it was earlier than that, but I could be wrong about that one. No, I, re, I mean, I remember there were internet oh, posts man. about the Blair Witch that like people were like trying to say this was a real found footage film, like like real real. Yeah, our research uh, staff has confirmed that's 1999 for the Blair yeah, Witch. So, so I really think this one was, you know, like uh, definitely, you know, bringing bringing things back. Bring horror back in the forefront. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's obviously you know the, the master of horror, Wes Craven himself, coming back into the fold doing another one. And uh, I'm not positive, but I think he did most of the Scream movies. May, maybe the the original three. I'm, I'm not sure if he came back for four as well. I but know. I he did all of them. I believe he, he did, did all. Them. Was there a four? What happened in there four? There was a four. We we talked yeah. about it in a previous episode. Did we? <laughs> yeah. And they're they're working on a fifth one. Oh. They are. Oh. We, we talked about this fourth movie excited. that I don't remember happening, and I don't remember talking about it in a previous podcast. Okay, that's good. That's cool. Yeah. So if he did all four, is Wes Craven coming back for number five? Is he, is he involved in that? Is sure. is Harvey Weinstein Weinstein involved in this one because he was he was he was part of part one. I saw that in the credits and I went, oh, uh-huh. that doesn't even feel yeah, good yeah, to see yeah. that name in the credits anymore. Yeah, uh, that's why in uh, James Silent Bob, 
yeah. when they go into the the, the scream knockoff and Wes Craven's there because they're they're all uh, uh, Miramax buddies. Yeah, it was Miramax. That's why. Hey, uh, I just saw that uh, Wes Craven has passed away. <laughs> so he's definitely not involved in the fifth one. Uh, Are you sure he's not involved somehow? <laughs> rest in peace, Wes Craven. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Those of us that uh, actually pot are very sad. Very sad to hear of your passing five years ago. You know, and now uh, that we're kind of we, dumb. We're kind of dumb. How do we say that out loud? I definitely remember him dying. <laughs> I definitely also remember uh not great not a great start guys uh, <laughs> but yeah man he's directing he wrote this and i heard he's starring in it in the fifth one well he'll be um, he's gonna he's gonna be ghost from beyond yeah, the river. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't even know well this is why you depend on me for all my excellent knowledge of uh behind the scene movie this is what i'm here for to just, just right. add yeah the oh, fifth one you know, no it doesn't have raven it's it's, it's, got, it's Got a lot of the original cast, and apparently Jack Quaid's going to be one of the leads. Okay. I'm kind of excited about that. Um, Jack, Quaid? Jack Quaid? <laughs> Jack Quaid? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, cool, cool. Also stars in The Boys. That show you guys been telling me to watch, which I haven't watched. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm missing out. I'm missing out. The finale. It was incredible. Go out and watch it immediately. Oof. Who's Jack Quaid list. in that? In what? In The Boys. Huey. Oh, for... <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, like one of the main guys. Yeah, man. Oh, I think it was one of the main guys, but I didn't know which which white guy. But now that you say that, yeah, okay. All right. Man, we are learning a bunch of shit okay. on this podcast okay. today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can't cool. wait to see him in three five. Come on now. You know. Like, you know, it, it's week two of Hortoberfest, <laughs> and this is what you get. You get a little bit of knowledge. You learn about a fallen star. And then you learn about, you know, a rising one. You know, it's good times here. It works. works. Something for everybody. All right. We're not doing great so far. Nope. That's all right, though. So we'll keep plugging along. All right. So where were we? Uh, we haven't started yet. <laughs> we haven't started it. We got, right, we got to the point. We know Wes Craven's dead. <laughs> That's about what we know. Right. Uh, all right. All right. Let's get back to Scream, though. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about the movie we're actually talking about. Yeah, uh, box office, Rob. You want to play the number game today? Yeah. Okay. Let's go with get. What do you guys think the budget for this movie was? Nineteen ninety six. If if I had to get like I'd, if it had like Nev Campbell's a known property at this point. Yeah, she she's party five. Party five yeah, yeah. Drew Barrymore is a huge name. Yeah, that was a get. That was a get for sure. Uh, Fonzie was not at this time, right? He hadn't been. No, had, no, like, no. Reading... Fought, this, this is when he started his, hey, Henry Winkler's still awesome phase right. of his career. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think, you know, because everybody, although you look at it now and you recognize everybody in it, I don't think there were that yeah. many big, big names at the time. Yeah, like, so the salaries weren't that big thing. And honestly, the effects were not super high tech. Yeah, it's no, it, it's a lot that way. So this is like, an under under thirty million dollar type engagement, right? Like it's yeah, not. But like, yeah, because the the Rock, which came out around the same time, was like seventy two million, I believe. Yeah, so I, I would cut it in half because there's no explosions in this movie and go thirty five. Yeah, right. Okay, you're way over. It is a fifteen <laughs> million dollar budget. Uh, <laughs> it it was in theaters for a long time. It 
came out around Christmas. Uh, it it really? was in theaters for like yeah. eight months, uh, and it made 103 million domestic and 173 worldwide. That's, that's it really had last, good. It had real a lot of lasting power. It stayed in the theaters for a long time. But don't you think it would have done better if they released it in fucking October? I mean, it didn't come out till Christmas. I I don't remember that. It was it's like just, it came out. I, like I think December it was counter programming when they released it in December. They were trying to counter Christmas movies. So like, yeah, they were like, hey, no one releases. If you're bored of this Santa shit, come watch right. Drew Barrymore get stabbed in the chest. Spoiler: we're we're not there yet. But it almost makes it seem like they didn't have confidence in it confidence in it to run it as a, a Halloween if you know if it stayed in theaters that long it would have, I, maybe I'm wrong but well, I just would have thought I this mean, would have been October release for sure I'm wondering what Craven had a hit that in a while. Yeah. He, I feel like he had done some things within a few years of this that were, were hits I'd have to you know went to get our, 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 our team on it but yeah, uh, I wonder what they were trying to avoid by not going in October. They must have been trying to avoid something because I don't feel like they were not confident in this movie. I feel like when the script came out, I read that there was a lot of people bidding for this for this one, hmm. uh, you know, and they what? had no shortage, you know, of of, of of hype for it. I believe. I did see either two or three in a movie theater where someone dra- dressed as the Ghostface Killer and ran into the theater. What a loser! Pre nine eleven. Pre nine eleven, it wasn't a scary thing, but yeah, oh, it's the best part. You know how they have the handrails that stick out a little bit. Yeah. So he couldn't see in his mask, and it's dark. Oh. And he fell over. And he he ran his <laughs> dick right into the edge of it. It was like oh, and fell on the floor, and then walked out of the theater in shame as the so, entire theater laughed. Oh, wow. at it, was the, was. it was the real Ghostface then, because yes, Ghostface ran true. into everything in this movie. I mean, yes. that is the clumsiest fucking killer you will ever see in your life. So I mean, it, it, it's fitting that that guy would have done it. Oh. <laughs> this movie or this bag is getting bigger all the time. Like, you're gonna have to upgrade to like a potato sack or something, pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> I'll just have to get a bigger pillowcase. Or a needle pillowcase. A mail ton. Uh, apparently, uh, Sony filed a lawsuit against this movie because it sounded too much like Screamers, which is uh, a movie starring uh, Robocop himself, Peter Weller. I don't remember Screamers at all. I can't I can't tell you a thing about it. I don't okay. remember it as either. Yeah. I, Screamers was a fun movie. I think it was... Uh... I don't think it did well at the box office. Probably why you guys didn't, you didn't watch it. Yeah. But uh, uh, it was underrated, underrated film for sure. Um, right. A lot of fun. All right, Rob. Since you talk it up so much, you already got Dark City in the bag. Now you're gonna get uh, Screamers in the bag as well. All right. Good. <laughs> Are there any... It is definitely worth a watch. It's a good time. Would this be the first movie that's in the bag that you haven't personally seen, Ring? No. Uh... Now, I've seen Dark City once, but I don't really remember anything about it. No, but there's a, there's probably like 70% of the movies in the bag that I haven't actually ever watched. Yeah. Uh, maybe not that many, but oh, you know, I a don't high, think high, it's that high. A high, high percentage. High. I was just wondering if there was any in there. Uh, probably 99.9% of the movies you know, okay. I've seen. So like, it, be, It'd be weird for me to select movies for this podcast that I haven't seen, but... <laughs> Then I have to defend their good sight unseen. Right. seed. It's well, weird. Well, if it's a Rob movie, if Rob's going to defend Screamers, then throw Screamers. It'd be kind of interesting to have a couple in there that you haven't seen, too. You know, right. Right. I'm fine with that. You know, if people want to suggest movies at a Patreon level in a future date, you know, <laughs> that might be a thing. I'm right. not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. But, you right. know, 
stay you know stay tuned we'll have to have a listener defend (laughs) where the hell were we it's time to jump to the back of the box this is where we describe what we would put to promote this movie on the back of the box right what would you put on the back of this box man it can't be a five bill this time (laughs) no this one i think legitimately you can use scenes from the movie i don't think you need to add anything extra it had, and it's probably on the front of the box, and it is. I know it is. It, it, it's got to be the ghost face mask. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be there. Probably a bloody knife. I mean, that's that's really what's selling this movie is is what's already in it. You know, what you've already seen. That it. That mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be groundswell of different things you've got to add on here. I mean, it's just got to be the 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 villain himself. That that, that mask sells the movie. That's what does it. Oh, absolutely. It's a great look. Rob, what would, what would you like to put on the back of this box? I mean, in addition to that, I mean, I'm, I think already Drew Barrymore was on the front, but you got, I mean, she's, yeah. you know, big, big name, you know, you got to put her on there. Also, you know, since she's only in it for a little bit, the kind of the, you know, twist on that, you know, yes. make her even more prominent on the box. Um, I don't know. That's right. You know, You're faking people out hardcore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. You got to go that way. I'm not that different from you guys. Mine would just be a still frame when Ghostface is chasing Drew Barrymore outside and you can see the knife. You want the knife, but I don't think you need the like the the Ghostface costume. I mean, you probably do. The costume's not as scary as the mask itself, at least in my opinion. Like the little, Uh, yeah, you know, what do you call it? The fringe on the bottom of the rope. Yeah, yeah, it it doesn't really, it's not as, you know, the mask is what, you know, kind of. Sells the, it didn't uh, seem like it would be easy to move in that. And once and you, you've already said it, he's not. He's bumping into everything. He's getting hit by freezer doors. And you know, right. again, we're gonna get to it in the breakdown as we get to it. But these guys never, because you know, spoilers. We know who we know who was in the Ghostface costume, right? Like, there's, none you don't of them. Know which one of them was in the Ghostface? Doesn't face matter. Which none time. of them are ever cut. None of them are ever bruised. I mean, Ghostface throws himself through a window at one point, like head uh-huh. in arms. Oh. Not a cut or a scratch or a bruise. I mean, it, he's getting flipped over by freezer doors. I mean, so, you Mate, know. Since you mentioned that one scene when he breaks through the glass, that was Wes Craven in the suit at that time. Oh, was it? That's yeah, awesome. That's <laughs> that cool. Uh, Wes Craven went all out for this movie because he also oh, has yeah. a cameo as the janitor. Oh yeah, dressed yeah. as Freddy Krueger. Right, it's, that's great. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's a cool little shout out. Once again, rest in peace. Yeah, I was gonna Sorry, say you forgot. You guys know he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news, everybody. I, I heard that somewhere. <laughs> I, I just heard that he died in 2015. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. The man, I know. It's just we're so it's dumb. I, I obviously knew that news and didn't, didn't, didn't bring it up, so I, I just have to make fun of myself. So <laughs> sorry for that. Oh, we're very sorry. Yeah. Uh, but on that note, we're going to take a pause for our sponsors, and we'll be back right after this. I'm getting a note from our producer. He wants me to point out that we talked a good bit about Dave and Buster's and 7-Eleven and Rita's last week. He just wants to let me know that that is not a sponsored advertisement, but it could be. At CoSG, we support local business. Remember, (laughs) 
be a good guy. Think galactically, act practically, support local business. If you would like to help us help you, get in touch with us at coSGpod at gmail.com. It's for the greater good. The, the greater, greater good. good. And now back to the show. Welcome to the breakdown. We need, we really get, need to get like a music sting for the breakdown since that is now an official segment. Throwing that out to the producer, Cannon. Get on that shit. The movie Scream is your your classic slasher film with uh, attractive teenagers being hunted and murdered by a masked killer. They're not breaking it, it, new the, ground. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. I, it's they they do really cool things with that where they they reference other horror movies throughout this whole film. Right. I did try um, to keep track of all the horror movies they referenced. I may have missed one or two, but I did try to take a note as we were going through so we could kind of go over them as they happened. It was almost like I thought that the Wes Craven R.I.P. was trying to <laughs> mention a different horror movie in every new scene, like every scene that jumped mm-hmm. to. But I, I don't think it was quite that often, but it was pretty damn close. But uh, yeah, and uh, they introduced the rules of uh, all the classic movie cliches. That's right. You know, uh, rule one, you will not survive if you have sex. It's pretty standard. Yeah. That goes all the way back to Friday the 13th. I mean, it might be or Halloween was first. I think Halloween, yeah. And I think Halloween's, what, 79, and then Friday the 13th might be 81, if I remember correctly. But Sounds right. You know, what the second rule is you're not gonna survive if you do if you drink or do drugs. Right. Any, which is done yeah. all over the place in those eighties slasher films that we grew up on. Any immoral activity, right? Like did you yeah. mention that yeah, kind yeah. of like aside the, yeah. the morality clause, I think he called it, or something of that nature. Like Yeah. Yeah, because you, you basically have to be the virgin to survive. Yeah. Which you know and then uh the third one is if you say, I'll be right back Right. You're that you're going to die, you know. Uh, I was going to say that the, the killer has added two additional rules throughout this movie, where is it, if you will not survive if you ask who's there, which is also yeah, don't do that in a horror movie, especially if your friends have been dying all over the place. Right. I I, I got some problems with this movie about throwing parties when uh people are murdered. Uh, you know, I got notes, Ray. I got notes. I, know, I got notes. I know. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. And the the last one is. You will not survive if you hear a strange or go to investigate a strange noise, which is something I do to this day. I can hear a strange noise upstairs in my house. I do not check it out till I need to go to bed <laughs> just in case. Yeah. I don't care. Let it go. I'm not letting them catch Ostrich me. Ostrich head in the sand. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm still alive, so it must be working. Right. What's interesting is they really stressed these rules in, in, in this movie and kind of built the franchise around, I think, if I remember correctly, again, it's been a long time, but those rules were actually like a, a cut promo, a trailer for it. So we're, we're going to start with a, a very, very young Drew Barrymore uh, mm-hmm. cooking some uh, delicious Jiffy Pop. Well, they really focused on that Jiffy Pop to build tension, didn't they? And, 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 and it worked. It worked. Can you still get Jiffy Pop? Like, is that oh, yes, a thing? Absolutely. Yes, and it's still in the girl. store. Absolutely. I, my dad, she was making it wrong. I mean, before things even went wrong, she was not shaking that thing enough. Yeah. 
damn Jiffy Pop amateur. It's gonna be. Gonna, it was gonna be burnt before that yeah. killer involved got involved. I mean, it, was, it was not gonna be a good time. I mean, if she wants burn ass popcorn taste all over the place, then she's doing it right. I, I don't know, but she's not gonna live up to Rob's standards for popcorn. Should have called nine one one right as soon as he threatened her. That's right. No one ever right, dials the police fast enough in this movie. Uh, no one does. Well, once you see the police force in action in this city. Yeah. I, like you're you're dead he? anyway. They should have just been Dewey as a cop, and you'd be like, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah, I think you've given Woodsboro too much credit to call it a city. I mean, it's a oh, small I, main street, <laughs> very white town. By very, the way, this very. is a very white cast. Can anybody tell me yeah. without like, without a, looking at it? So, was there a line from anybody of color in this film at all? A I'm speaking say line. Because no, I was looking for it. I looked no. for it. Reagan? No. no. There was one that I found. It was the other reporter that was not oh, Courtney fuck. Cox. Yes, 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 had, yes, like, yes. One bumper, she has and I one was like, line after the principal's murder, right before he's murdered. I know exactly who you're talking about. That was it. Everyone else, so, but we were talking about their crack police force. So no one ever wants to call the police, apparently, because they don't get any help. Popcorn's burning away. He wants to play a game with her on the phone. Which she's all about, apparently. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a movie trivia game. They're always fun. So I've written my notes. What in this scene with Drew Barrymore, which, by the way, was longer than I remember. I remember yeah. being like bamboozled and saying, wow, Drew Barrymore was in that movie for 3.5 seconds. That was a good 12 minutes. minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah a long scene. That was, hey. that was a good chunk of the movie, believe it or not, because everyone made a big deal that it was kind of like a, a switcheroo, like, you know, like the, the you well, know. Oh, it still was switcheroo. It I mean, still she was, still was the biggest that, star. Right? That's a lot of screen time. It was it was a longer scene than I in my my memory of looking at it. Right, like it felt like it was longer. Like we got more from her. But it, that scene built such great tension with like the creepy did. voice on the phone. Creepy voice. Her walking through and locking I don't know fifteen or sixteen doors in their house. Why she has to lock so many? Like why she has so many doors why unlocked? They unlocked? Right, why? and that place has to lock they're, them. They're in a that. small town out in the boonies. They don't lock their doors. Well, yeah, but why is she picking? Because even before the tension started, she sort of started locking the doors, right? Like, but it yeah, was just but like, she might have started to get a little, a little creeped out before he's like, "Hey, I, I want to know who I'm looking at." You know, she was, yeah. maybe, you know, oh, maybe getting a little, just, you yeah, know, just the the what door am I at? Right. Like, uh, barricade yourself somewhere. Right. Your well, parents are on the way home, apparently. Yeah, again, I thought it was good tension. The popcorn built tension. The music yeah. built tension. The constant phone calls and hanging up built tension. And then the 3,050 doors that she locked built tension. You know, like, <laughs> and yeah, I, th- I think they did a good job. It kind of it kind of sets you into the movie, right? Like, and then you get that good that good like got you like a fish line eventually. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cut you like a fish. Here. <laughs> And you see her, her helpless boyfriend outside eventually, you know, just as bait. Right. Just a quick side question. Sure. What we're, was the we're first time? on track, so this is good that you're asking I know, side I gotta kill this real quick. Yeah. I gotta kill okay. it. We're talking way too much about this movie. <laughs> Drew's getting stabbed. Her parents are coming home. So you think that, or you know, she's crawling back after getting stabbed. And boy, he gets her in the air. And I know it's probably two of them since yeah, we know yeah, the end yeah. of now. But they strung her up in that tree 
lightning like quick. Eight seconds. I mean, yeah. What did they use? Do they have like a jeep with a winch on it or something? I mean, they got her in that tree so fast. I was just like, yeah, that's impressive. They, they had that ready. Took to go. out her guts and stuff from what um yeah, from what Rose, uh, Rose McCallum says yeah, later on. You know, as everyone's so chill with all these. Who knows that's true? That could just be a high school rumor that you heard. Right. And this again, yeah. this again, I mentioned it already, but uh, when Ghostface punches through the window. Like with with Wes Craven, that's how is he not cut to pieces? Like you know, like it's Durable just fabric. yeah. I'm guess yeah, it's those like those ropes are really thick. Some super thick anti-piercing Kevlar or something that he's got that on they, there that, that they sell at every Halloween shop, right? Every five yes. dime in the state, right? Every five <laughs> dime in the state. Man, you're as good as Doofy. You, yeah. <laughs> when I wear this badge, mom says I'm a man of the law. <laughs> And you gotta treat me with clean my room. That's right. all I can think of. Yeah, uh, I said it out loud. It was wide with the I was like, "Don't bother me when I'm cleaning." Or well, <laughs> after Drew is killed, it goes to Nev in her bedroom, or is it in high school first? We go to her bedroom next. This is her like. This is where Skeet, 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 Skeet comes in, jumping through the window. Um, you know, like and uh-huh. we get that whole scene yeah. here. Clueless dad. How and old like, does Nev Campbell look to be in a nighty like that? Doesn't that nighty make her look 45? Uh, you know, I didn't pay that towards attention. What I did notice is that she looked rather young. I thought, you know, from where I thought she was now. Uh, I didn't think I she looked. everyone looked super old to be the ages they were playing. Agreed, but I guess because I know what Nev Campbell, you know, grew up in real life. When I look at her then, I'm like, oh, man, she's a baby in this movie, you know? But, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. everybody's too old to be in a high school age, yeah, but yeah. he looked That's a, young. She's actually right? only 23 years old in this movie. Which, I no but doubt. I, wrote, right? I was like, she looks at least 25, and maybe it's like the the innocent girl nighty thing they put her in. That, with the whole, like, scrunchie yeah, and bangs and nighty. Trying to make her look younger, yeah, and it yeah. just made me uncomfortable. Right. And then, like, the whole... You know, over the clothes stuff. Oh, uh, gross. Ah, uh, made me creepy. Sick. I, uh, made, not, made me uncomfortable. This is not hot at all. This is just mm-hmm. gross. Get it done. You know, like, yeah. Handsome fella. Handsome fella. And the yeah. bedroom scene yeah. had some kind of weird. It had like a slow version. Uh, and I remember this being a big soundtrack, but it had like a slow like version of "Don't Fear the Reaper" playing yeah. in the background. Uh-huh. It was just. It yeah, weird. I believe it's, that is a reference to Halloween, actually. I believe uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays that in her car, I want to say, or her friend plays it in her car. Not that, that so, slow version? Not the slow version, the, no, the regular version. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I get why, like, why you'd want to have Don't Fear the Reaper, but that, that version was weird, and then it's like sexual tension, little, you know, teenage sex, uh, yeah. whatever you want, over the clothes stuff scene. It was just, it just, it just was weird to me. That's all. Yeah. Now all right. we get to the school. If now we we're at school keep, and we meet uh, like, Rose McCallum. Yeah, and this is where they're trying to break down. It's kind of like the rumor, everything's happened. Did you hear what happened? You know, like they were killed. They were gutted. She was hung up and she was gutted and, you know, like all that. And then they're trying to interview everybody. And this is where they get, like, they, they take, you get Nev Campbell going into the principal's office. And this is uh-huh. where you kind of figure out that something's happened to her in the past, and, the, and Doofy's there, and the the captain or whatever that guy is. Did you notice the principal like touch her face? Like, yeah. Oh, oh 
God. I mean, it, it was like, Look, it was so inappropriate. Don't even tell me it was the times because in 1996, it was the time. Yeah. It's not great. It was like her chin. That is why. Yeah. You know, like he like does this like caress. It was like you know like the almost in a sense of comforter. And I'm like the real villain here is Fozzie. I mean it's just like <laughs> like. And Fozzie I mean, I get, or Fonzie. Fonzie, not Fozzie the bear. Fonzie. Oh, like, hey, like, oh, no, you, that's you just a different tore movie. Fozzie the bear's name through the mud. Now everyone thinks he's a <laughs> waka waka. Let me touch your chin. Is that what he's grabbing the boobies? He's like waka waka. What is creepo? But yeah, just everybody just doesn't seem to care much about. It. It's just it's just high school rumors. I think if somebody was slashed back in the day and hung up at Rockville, people would just be talking about it like. Like these people were talking about it, like it would devastate some people. There'd be crisis counselors. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding of, me? I mean, it would be a huge. It wouldn't just be media there and school as well, usual going around. When they cancel school, I don't think people would be like, "Hey, <laughs> You're, let's have thanks. a party right now." I don't know what you did, City, but thanks. Let's go have a party. And then she's yeah. like, "Okay, I ain't doing shit. I'll come." Like, what the fuck is this place? This town. This town is a messed up town. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, they don't know how to process grief in this town. That's all it is. And they've had some bad stuff happen, so maybe this is you yeah. know everybody grieves in their own way, right? Now we're they going go to Cindy's house. Yeah, Cindy's home, and she gets her first phone call from the. Well, the she's first ghost getting face. blown off by. Um, Rose, um, whatever her name is in this movie, what's was, was, was it? Tatum. Tatum. She's getting blown off by her, uh-huh. and they mention another movie. Who's got it? Not a horror movie, and they talk about somebody. Oh, they talking about uh, are they talking about like uh, risky business? It was all or, the right, all the right moves. Sorry, all yeah. the right moves. Uh, all the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like another. Like, movie. That's not even a great Tom Cruise movie. No, oh, but that's what they wanted to watch because if you paused it just right. You can see that. You can see it's that glorious hall. I, mean, I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm comfortable with who I am. I love Tom Cruise. On the DVD, you pause it to see that, Reagan. You can probably get me the timestamp, right? Uh, yeah, it, it's like 42, 38 and a half. <laughs> like, you really got to time it just right. And it's a dog. She falls asleep on the couch, wakes up, and this is her first encounter with. Uh, Ghostface, or or does she actually? Yeah, she sees Ghostface here. This is where she gets her uh, first call. Yeah, and then like uh, cause she runs up to her bedroom because they, they they actually cut the phone lines, I guess. Right, but she can still go out over I I whatever modem is still working. She has a modem line. She's got she a Wi-Fi man. With, she can chat with the police, at, which was it always blows my mind. I remember that from watching it back in the day. I was like, you can't fucking do that. And then and now you, you gonna, still don't. Could do you that. do that? I mean, I imagine you could do that if you went to, like, the police's website and clicked, like, emergency. Woodsboro, do you think Woodsboro, who has, like, a Doofy and the one other guy, has somebody manning a computer to take, you know, like, 911 calls from, you know, a modem? I'm sure they have a couple of 911 operators for, okay. like, their four counties or wherever they are. For this movie, we're going to say they do. But this is, you know, it always blew my mind that was unrealistic at the time, and it's still unrealistic. Realistic 24 years later. Yeah, I mean, okay. I would, I would have thought it would be realistic if there was actually like, you know, her father was deaf or somebody in her family was deaf. If it was like a TTY or whatever. I mean, whatever that's, it's 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 at the top. It yeah. said like, 
it, uh, it said uh, Def Typer 2 or something like that. It was oh. for that. But, like, yeah, the average person is not going to be like, oh, let me just go type in, you know, unless they, that's part of their life, you know, right? Right. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Maybe, all right, maybe her mom was deaf. You just don't know. That's true. It's true. See, I fixed it. Yeah, you fixed the movie. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for repairing it. <laughs> Um, so I have a question like the killer comes in and legitimately tries to kill Cindy was she supposed to be victim number two and they just missed yes I assume so even though again it breaks even their rules even they had this big but grand plan at the end she well, was supposed to be matter. victim number two it didn't matter when she died their plan was just uh, always well, their plan. For, to make the father I figured yeah. she was like the final piece of the father snapping on the anniversary of her mother's death. I don't think it really mattered as long as they framed it all up. They were planning on this happening so much and just killing as many people as possible and, you know, getting away all with right, it. But they so. needed they needed they needed a party to happen though, or some grand scream where they could they could escape with cuts. So I, I don't know exactly I mean I guess they could have done that anywhere. But I don't know how many murders they thought they could have committed and still got. Apparently, again, this is the way that Woodsboro is. But how many murders could they do and still get a party to happen, right? Like if they successfully killed Sydney, it would have been Drew Barrymore, her boyfriend, Sydney, and well, I guess they didn't find out the principal was dead, but they didn't find out about it until at the party. So no, they still would have had party and- they still would have had a quote unquote serial killer on the loose and still wanted to party in order for their plan to come together in the uh-huh. end. And I mean, how many people are you going to kill before that people don't want to party anymore? I mean, I well, think it I mean, only takes one, but, you know, this town, maybe not. It seemed like a really fun party. Like, no, I mean, it was it was actually a better party than the rave in House of the Dead. Like, it looked, looked much I better than barely, that rave. Yeah. Barely. It wasn't the gathering, but. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All I don't right, know so, if uh, you talk about Sydney's house name. I mean, they had the whole, like. You're gonna die uh, like your mother, and you know all that. Yeah, she, it, she picks her nose at some point on the the balcony. Yeah, you know, like for to try a long to, time, a long time. Yeah, try to call him out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just put that. You know, she's at the police station now, and that's where is that where we meet? Uh, do Dewey? I was gonna yeah, call this, yeah, Dewey. Dewey comes in. Um, after um, you know, they get the cops there. You meet the 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 police officer. And um, yeah, Dewey, and you know, as they're coming in to investigate, that's where you meet them both. Yeah, I just want to point something out that um, from our crack staff of interns, the mm-hmm. full frontal scene and all the right moves was a stunt penis because Tom Cruise, you know, uh, has never performed full frontal, and I believe Tom Cruise. Yeah. Is that you think he doesn't do that because he, you know, he's trying to some moral standings within, you know, or do you think he just doesn't feel like he's got enough of the goods to really want to throw that out there? You're going to go tiny peen on him. I wasn't wasn't necessarily saying tiny. I mean, saying maybe maybe even average isn't enough. I mean, he could have done. Is it a prosthetic sort of like uh, in Boogie Nights with um. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler, where they made it just, you know, larger. I mean, is that is that what we're talking uh, when you say stunt penis, or is it uh, completely? You know, again, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think they researched the actual size of said stunt penis and all the right moves. Yeah. I mean, 
You let me know how large it was, right? Let me know if it looked large, if it looked normal. I mean, you tell me what you thought of it when you go back and watch it. Cause uh, I will. I, I also have... want to take a break in the Koichi pod real quick to say, Mom, stop listening. <laughs> I mean, now we're Mom, back to Mom has, pod. may have seen it and have some kind of opinion on this because you don't know. That's all I'm saying. So we're going back to school. And this, is, uh, this is when... Trying to think what happens. At- this is where we meet Courtney Cox character for real. Oh, where- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I guess that's actually before. Yeah. That's when she leaves the yeah. police station. We kind of glossed over that. That's where the yeah. whole like she punches her in the face and then you know, assault. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, no one cares. The police officer's right there. Dewey's right there. Dewey is a bad cop, by the way. Oh. Like we'll get into it more. He's not a good cop. Right. But he just lets it go. Like he lets that assault happen because really it was unprovoked. <laughs> punches in her face, you know, just because she said to give her a sign book, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So back at school now, we're kind of getting more of like all the um, media attention, and you know, she runs up to kind of apologize to Courtney Cox in a way for punching her, or she asks her where she gets the got the bruise, you know, like they they see her in the van, and that's where she asks, oh, do you really think Cotton was innocent? And Courtney Cox is like, oh, you don't even know anymore, you know, like she's not sure anymore based on what they saw. So it's kind of like you're getting more of the cotton, uh, her mom backstory and and where Courtney Cox kind of, you know, Gail Weathers, excuse me, kind of, kind of, uh, lays into it, you know, and well, we gotta, we gotta, again, discuss, uh, the principal's terrible behavior. Because then he takes the boys that are running in the hall with masks and granted those kids are assholes. But he basically holds oh, a gigantic yeah, yeah, yeah. pair of scissors. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I, right. And I know they're trying to do it as like the red herring because they want. They make so several, much noise. There's so much. They're, they're trying to at some point first paint Maybe. that that he may be the killer. You know, yeah. there's scenes where they try to make that are in there just for no other reason to make you question whether or not he's the killer, whether the police chief's the killer. Like there's scenes they they pop in to to make you go down the wrong road, and that's one of them. But I was just like. How does this guy still have a job? He's touching like girls' faces. He's holding like sharp objects on other kids' necks. I mean, you know, like he doesn't live much longer for anyone to complain. But what a terrible guy! What a terrible guy! I mean, there was also he opens his closet before he ends, and his leather jacket is inside that closet from Happy Days. Right, right. I mean, so. So this is where Fonzie went. He became a super creepo as he got older. Was it Fonzie or Fozzie? Which one? Fonzie. <laughs> Fonzie I I is Chris Jericho's band. No, it, it's the bear. You didn't see like that little what? polka dot scarf or something next to the leather jacket in there and that little hat that Fozzie Bear wear. That wasn't that didn't, wasn't up there too. Didn't uh, he have a rubber chicken? <laughs> I, I'm sure. Uh, that would have been great. We could recast this movie, although we don't do recasts anymore. Hopefully, never again. We could recast oh, it with Muppets back. and just Out there. And, and, and just do this one with all Muppet characters <laughs> and pick the Muppets that would line up with the characters from Scream. And it might it might actually be pretty good. Could you see the Muppets? Well, I, I, I kind of was into I think it. the female cast of Muppets is rather lacking. Like you got Miss Piggy. You got that one chick that was in the band. What's her? Yeah, what's, the stoner yeah. chick. Yeah. Uh, I'm running low. A yeah, couple of the chickens. It's a hard thing. Like you're going to be like, hey Ralph, you're going to take one for the team, 
Gonzo. Be Gonzo. Gonzo yeah. be wearing, you know. Gonzo is obviously Jamie Kennedy in this movie. Yeah. Hey, Grover is Matthew Lillard. <laughs> okay. Kermit is what? Ski, ski, ski? Who's Kermit going to be? Of course, yeah, Kermit Ski, ski, ski. It's Piggy Smith Campbell. Right, right, right. <laughs> Dewey is probably going to be Bunsen Honeydew. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's that's accurate. Yeah, and then Beaker, I'm going to make – should Beaker be Dewey and Bunsen Honeydew be the chief of police? Yeah, probably. That probably that works makes, well. That, that makes that's excellent. Yeah. Like Good. now that I'm, I'm workshopping this uh, <laughs> Scream Street show. Right. <laughs> what are we missing? Did, did you uh, – we did Jamie Kennedy. We did – I think I think we got them all. I mean, and Fonzie the Bear yeah, has got to be Fonzie. I mean, it just has to happen, right? Like, yeah, that yeah, is, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um, oh, did we, so, do Gail, we don't have anyone to be Gail Weathers. Uh, that's got to be um, – what was the – I'm forgetting his name. What was the stagehand's name that always – Scooter? Worked? Scooter. Scooter. Scooter's got to be Gail Weathers, right? Man, we are crushing Muppet yeah, names. I think we've done it. See? The recast doesn't die. It's still <laughs> out. Oh, yeah, we do got to cast Animal as something in here. Animal he could, could be just, Gail Weathers' cameraman. Um, he could be, or he could just be, instead of Ghostface, just any time anybody's a killer, it's Animal. You know, like, he's like... <laughs> he's not, he just looked like Animal. Right. <laughs> animal uh, I'm in. Right, it's... Yeah. It's not a bad idea for the movie, just saying. I'd probably watch that movie. Cause I'd be like, oh, that's weird. I yeah. want to see that. See, now I really would just want to play a game moving forward where we just cast Sesame or, you know, Muppets into whatever movie we're doing. I mean, it'll probably get old real fast. Yeah, it'll probably last two weeks. Yeah. And I'll be like, that's not the female that's Muppets. Right. Maybe we should break that down, make some more female Muppet. The problem. I know a Muppet baby, Scooter had a sister. I don't know, Skeeter? Sure. There was, and then in the new Muppet Babies reboot, there was like some kind of penguin girl, but I can't remember what her name was. Um, This is what she, she, I want to say it's like chili, but that's not. I feel like you're messing with me right now, but then Ralph been way too quick. So I was like, why would they need to do a reboot? They could just play old episodes of Muppet Babies. They don't need to reboot it. It's all good. They got to reboot it for new audiences. Maybe we should get back into the real flow before we. I mean, if you want to, like, it's I'm breaking down Muppet Babies here. Um, like, we didn't even going if you want. Gonzo's girlfriend and put her in this movie somewhere. Gonzo has a girlfriend. Talking about a Camilla the Chicken. Oh yeah, Camilla the Chicken. Right. But all right, we'll get back to Scream. My thing is, two students have been brutally murdered in this, this small town, as you say. Well, I'm assuming. Maybe Maybe take a day off of school the next day. Like well, this is where they just do. Just saying, somebody's murdered two of your students. Education. Yeah, but they all come to school. You think anything's gonna get done? Let's take a day, and you know, see where we're at on Tuesday. Because it's not like, oh no, they died in a car accident. Someone gutted another student, right. and the three. police were searching around, thinking it might be another student who did it. Right. Let's everybody just stay home for a minute. This is where you yeah, finally but, get a minority with a line outside. You yeah. know, the reporter. And then you get Courtney Cox and, and Doofy starting their, you know, hitting on yeah, each other. Courtney, you know, yeah. she's hitting on yeah. to get faces. It's very cute. And it's very nice. This is where their relationship started. So. And this is where, to your point, the principal finally canceled classes. And yeah. everybody is like, woohoo, let's have a party. Let's Thanks. party. Let's, let's go. Yeah. 
Thanks, it, Sydney, for uh, your mom dying last year and being yeah. upset and almost getting murdered twice. We're happy get, about that. And you get the principal trying on the masks, you know, yeah. scaring himself. He's going to then you get the uh, West West Craven, Freddy Krueger gender, which was awesome. I thought that was cool. Yeah. You know, like. um, um And now, when he opened the door and saw Freddy Krueger janitor. Yeah, that's right out of his office, right? Yeah, pretty much right outside. Right out. He turns around and is stabbed within 30 seconds. Right. Freddy Krueger didn't care. And is screaming very loudly. Yeah. So was the janitor just offended that he came out and stared at him, didn't say anything, and went back in and he's like, "Fuck that guy." Right. He's like, "I'm gonna get a smoke." Right. Like he went outside for a smoke right there. He's like, "I don't need to take this shit." Days too long. I've been working too hard. Watching it back, I don't know if you guys watching it back and knowing who the killers were from the jump. The killers aren't that subtle. Like when they're talking in the school and everything, you know, like it's like. Uh, yes, they're really excited about people who are murdered, especially uh, Matthew Lillard <laughs> is very into it that people have been murdered at school. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are the killers. I mean, it just it just it makes sense once you know it. But, you know, like we see it. But anyways, we're getting, right. to the, we're getting to the party now. Should we go to the party? Uh, you want to jump to the garage scene with a... Uh, I mean, that's the next... Uh, like, that's probably the next big well, scene. Well, I mean, you can just mention that, that Gail plants that... Oh, that my God. Terrible. Large, that that large, small camera. I know that was probably, like, super small for 1996, yeah. but uh, I feel well, like I feel like even them just sitting around drinking, they're going to notice that thing. I feel right. like. I feel like she could have just it's, as easily set up like a tripod and then like a, a light set up or something. That, you know, like it, it was, it's massive. It was just so big. Matthew Lillard makes Rose go to get beer, which I was like, why yeah. is all the beer still in the fridge? I guess they were just out of the pile of beer that they had, and she, because that's yeah. why she grabbed an armful. But I was like, why is there not more beer at this Super Rager like close by that people can actually uh-huh. get it? You know, it seemed. Yeah. But, you know, they got to get her to the garage, so I get it, you know. Yeah. And she never tries to pick up a shard of glass also, or, like, the part of the broken 40 that so, she drops. That is a good weapon. I mean, she, does, she does fight back enough to, like, hit him with the freezer door and knock down uh-huh. and kicks. She got, it's on the ground. She could stab him in the neck with a broken beer bottle. Oh, look, there's a broken beer bottle here. There's some over there on the floor, too. Just looking for the other half of this bottle. I'm glad you got the reference. <laughs> Rose tries to escape through the doggy door. And no garage door opener before you ask me is going to be that that strong. That's the next her. question I had. Not a garage chance. door murder someone like that. Not a chance. I mean, they, they barely pick up the door themselves. I mean, they do go through the effort of showing it like smoking and, and you know, shuddering and whatever, but there is. Yeah, but she is mangled in that thing. Yeah, there's not even if it could lift her without like collab. There's no way it would like have a strong enough or fast enough pull to break her neck. Like it would just stop, right? Like yeah, yeah. and also not to be crass, but a a woman of Rose McGowan's uh, dimensions. I don't know where you're going here. She's you're out. you're, you're walking out on door. thin ice right now, Reagan. They apparently they she actually kept falling out of it. They had to like really attack her That's sweater not a regulation to the door. Cat door then. That's not That's regulation. The, door I, door. I read it somewhere that yeah that they had to like harness her in there because she she would she could not she was too small to stay in there. 
I, I just mean in a certain region. That's all. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I just make sure we all know what just, road we're on. I was just telling you, we're getting dangerous there. Things were spinning. All right, anyway, she's dead. She's dead. I would hope I'd have the mindset to, to, to run away from that. But. Okay, but, honest time on this podcast? Yeah. i definitely bang. <laughs> <laughs> Not even question. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, no. I'd be like, fuck you. No way. Right. I definitely do it. Yeah, and in high school me is oh. definitely different than, than you know, 43-year-old me. So who, <laughs> oh, who knows? High me doesn't even question it for two seconds. <laughs> Like, I was just like, this is not going to end well. Like, if if you took it through the lens that he was absolutely absolutely innocent, had already been yeah. accused of a heinous crime by her, and then all of a sudden the next thing you know she's he's going to go into a room alone with her and sleep with her, not uh-huh. a good idea. That's a bad That's not, idea. But if, he's if, been if, working again, this game for a year, man. Let it go. Let it go. That's a crazy. No. You know what? I mean, again. If we're looking at it through an alternate mirror mirror universe where he is not the killer, where he is innocent, and Sydney's the bad person, you know, the basic instinct type situation, oh, yeah. just don't do it. Don't do it. Oh. Like, like the crush, man. Coming up. Is that in the bag? I can't remember. Apparently. The crush is in the bag. The crush is in the bag. That's going to be a weird episode. I'm just letting you guys know at home. I right bet now. it is. Shit is going to get is. weird on that episode. Yeah. We're not going to feel great as 40-year-olds watching that movie. No, we're not. Uh, she does say to Billy that she wants to be done like she's in a, like in a porno. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I would have been like, wait a minute. She shows her boobs in this? Right. MrSkin.com real quick and check this out. Make sure this is real. <laughs> Is that still a sight, for God's sake? I'm sure that's still a sight. Do women still show themselves naked in movies? I'm guessing. (laughs) Do men still get on the internet? Yes. (laughs) Then yes, it's still a website. Have you been... Because I haven't even heard MrSkin.com in probably a decade. Okay. Truth time. Truth time, Reagan. Truth truth time. time. Truth time. Go for it. Go ahead. Have you been to MrSkin.com in the calendar year 2020? Truth time. Truth time. Truth time. No, but if you had asked 2019, I'd probably have to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did look at something on Mr. Skin. I mean, I don't know if I ever – I mean, I knew I knew what it was. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever dialed that, that website. I, maybe – you know, in 2003 or somewhere like that for some kind of reference point. Sometimes you want to know if you can see some bits of something. Rob, <laughs> in the last, okay, I'm going to give you a little bit more, Paul. Last five calendar years. <laughs> I, I guarantee I have not been to that site. Right. I'm not saying it's in a rotation where I'm like, all right, let's see what's on skin today. It came like, a little oh, too, too quickly to the front of your mind, Reagan, for... for Skin is the go-to site, obviously. (laughs) Like, if you want to know what celebrity is naked and what site, you go to MrSkin.com. Why? Why do you need to know this? I don't know. There's this... If you really wanted to know, all you had to do was write said celebrity's name in a... You don't even have to open Google anymore. You just type it in the search bar, and you say... That's true. 
Naked movies. I, I bet you school. they will all pop up. Yeah. Why are you trying to take money out of Mr. Skin's pocket? I'm not. If you had it asked me for like $100,000, true or false, MrSkin.com still exists and runs, I would have taken the false. I mean, I no, wouldn't. Uh, one of the, the podcasts I've listened to, he comes on once a year to uh, go over his stuff. So that's why I know he's still in existence. So maybe that's what it, I, I don't think he's been on the last couple of years, but normally he comes on for his skin awards or whatever, the skinnies or whatever he calls oh. them. I don't think he calls them the skinnies, but yeah. he should. Right. <laughs> like yeah. It's a gross name for an award. Living a, you live in a different plane than I do. I, I don't know. Look, I have a curious mind. And so, you know, no, sometimes I, I, I just want to know. Sometimes I think that you were like, you're like one of those dinosaurs that fell in the tar pit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like I just, just froze for you, like it uh-huh. went on you, and it's it's <laughs> still it's still <laughs> like 2004. Like you got a little bit out of the 90s, but not too far, and then you just stuck and you just do everything the same. <laughs> I'm a frozen caveman warrior. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that episode of South Park where they find the guy frozen from 1996, and it was only yeah, like he's wearing Eddie Power. They were, like, pumping Dave Matthews Band music and stuff into the, the enclosures. Fuck. All right. We, we had our intern, Cliffy, look it up. Apparently, that site is still in operation. Of so if you're not, Reagan, when we're done recording and you want to check out all these actresses that we've seen, you can still go to MrSkin.com.org. I'm assuming it's it had to be dot com. It's it not an organization. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Mr. Skin.edu. Yes. Like, I mean, uh, can I start a rifle site where I just do can. the exact same thing? But I teach you stuff? Yeah. Why don't you just call it Mrs. Skin.net? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get in a lawsuit. That guy's worked really hard to craft a brand. I mean, from what I remember when I would hear him on radio shows again a decade ago, he did <laughs> research quite a lot. Like, quite yeah. a lot. Apparently he still does. Apparently, you know that. To be fair, I'm bashing him for his. <laughs> his but he, I'm sure he knew Wes Craven was dead. <laughs> like there's no question. <laughs> All right. I can't really throw, throw people under the bus for their their research <laughs> skills when you know I'm calling Fonzie Fozzie and <laughs> asking if Wes Craven's going to appear in a movie for after he's been dead for five years. So I mean, you know, I, I got to give the guy a nod, little little credit. That's all I say. We're yeah. getting back to scream now. We're back yeah, to scream. Okay. We, we just, uh, I mean, we just finished in the bedroom. Let's take a break. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back right after this. In a world where it's not just who done it, but why they done it, where it done got did, what it got done did with, and when it did got done. Come investigate the latest mystery from the producers of survival horror thriller Hungry Hungry Hippos and the sci-fi war classic Battleship. Get a weapon. Get an alibi. Get a clue. Greetings program. It's your undefeated champ, Reagan here. And if you liked that last episode of the Co Is G Pod, you should really go back and check out our pack catalog. There's some great movies there. 
we we've done Clue and a million other great movies. Maybe not a million, but we're pretty close to it. You know, you should go back and download it and find out how many we have. End of line. And this is where you get the scene where they call the principal, you know, they get the call the principal yeah, and everybody, everybody takes leaves. off. And that's where, you know, you get the drunk driving scene. Do we, you know, tumbles on top of uh, Courtney Cox and she says, that's what you're looking for. And he's like, all my life. Right. And they, they, she's uh-huh. talking about the car. You know, it was it was it was kind of good. Good fun lines there. It was I when she said something, I really thought she was gonna mention like something like uh, an ace Ventura, your gun's in my hip. <laughs> and then he was gonna be like, I'm not Lois wearing my gun horn. or something like that. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> uh, like I don't know how we can I mean, I guess this is a sexy movie. That's how we keep getting back to this place. <laughs> and now now that I'm now that I'm looking at my notes, I actually see that this is now where she says, hey, who'd you call with your one phone call? So this is where they flash back after that walk to where, you know, Skeet 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 gets stabbed because yeah, it starts yeah. that whole, like, fight, you know, um, going on. So we were a little bit out of sequence, but, yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it, it's, it's a great shot with the, the ghost face behind Skeet. It looks but awesome. But right. it, this is another scene where the killer gets him up on that roof pretty easily. I mean, I don't know how much time they took doing it this time, but why they bother throwing him on the roof of the van at all? Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was weird. But it was, you know, it was it was fun to see the blood drip down the windshield and you know for her to like be like get off the van and it was fun. I'm just like, you know, and why did they why did the killer call, crawl in the van to try to get you know like he was trying to get the doors unlocked? Then he's running out the back the back. He yeah, yeah. like waited for her to come out. Like he was smarter than that later on when she was trapped in the car and he opened the trunk yeah. instead of trying to. But for some reason Lurks. this time, he, what's that? I said he maybe he learned from past mistakes. Oh, yeah, I, I just was or like, maybe it's another killer. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there maybe. are two of them. I forget but, that there's. But could, I, uh, I imagine the what the dumb one at the truck is Lillard, and then Skeet Skeet Skeet's at the car right, being right. tricky. And then you get the the van crash, and you assume at that time that Gail, or they assume at that time that Gail is dead, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then this is where Doofy's going in to investigate, and he gets stabbed. Doofy. Yeah. Dude, he sucks in this like as a cop. Oh, yeah, he just like he, um, like, sucks. And like, then the, this is where we get the scene with the locking the keys in the car, like you know, like where he's yeah. tapping the glass. And he's like, I have the keys. Um, you know, uh, and then they go in the trunk. Which again, I thought was good. Yeah, it was awesome. It's tension building. And then and we then get they catch her. They catch her. They're back inside. Because Skeet 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 comes down the stairs, reveals himself still alive. He comes down the stairs, and, you know, this is where Jamie Kennedy gets shot. Um, yeah, because Jamie Kennedy and Lillard are both outside. Right. And she's like, both of you stay away. And I was like, everyone stay away from everybody else. Like, you right. don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, stay, you know, where you can see everybody. But, like, let's not get close. And Jamie Kennedy's character, Randy, has seen enough horror movies. Well, he knew he was he sick because he was a virgin, right? Like, All right, that's but, true. No, yeah. he did. He wasn't that careful because, again, he breaks his own rules. He was drinking. He's drinking. He was drunk. So, yeah. Right. Right. He should have known better. He doesn't believe it. Uh, yeah. So the Billy starts revealing his plan that Cindy's right. mom banged his dad, made him sad. Lillard just did it. I don't know why. Still, like he says, well, peer pressure. 
he says peer pressure, and they go through the whole thing about like how motive's not important, and it makes the movie better yeah. when you don't really know what it is. But yeah, that's basically well, peer I... pressure. And at one point, you know, they allude to the fact that he dated very briefly Drew Barrymore. So yeah, you think yeah, it might yeah, have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. For like he two was weeks. Out for, that's I, I get murdering her, but they murder like fifty people. I, at I, that point, if, no, if he's real quick, this, this disclaimer: I don't get murdering people. But, <laughs> <laughs> we know where I you just, are, Ray. You, know, like, like, you yeah. know, how dare you break off with me? Die? Like that's not what I'm trying to say on this podcast. Like that's not what we're about here. Everybody, go <laughs> wellness check on all of Ray's little girlfriends, real quick. You might want to. I want to shout out to our page and just let us know that you're okay if you dated Reagan at any time in the past. Uh, just uh, rate, five star reviews, subscribe. Yeah. Just let us just know you're all right. Download, um, follow, do all that great stuff for us at Pod on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, and great reviews. Hashtag Reagan didn't kill me. Hashtag uh, Hortober. <laughs> you know, like so, I'm alive for uh, I'm alive in Hortoberfest 2020. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, it's, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they explain their plans. They bring out her dad. They put the phone with their fingerprints all over it. And they. They don't fear this police department. We've we've established that. There's no there's no forensics at all in this town, so we're just gonna dismiss that. They do the most baffling thing to me in this entire movie. They don't kill Neff Campbell. They start stabbing each other. Yes. I'm like, You're doing it out of order. order. Out of order. Yeah, for Campbell, sure. then sure. stab each other where there's nothing at stake. Everybody. Not that I never thought about murdering anybody. Now I feel I have to clarify myself. Right. Again. <laughs> Hashtag I survived Reagan. Hashtag I'm okay. Hashtag Hortoberfest. You know, just check in. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really hope one of your ex-girlfriends is listening to this. <laughs> so hard. I laugh so hard. I mean, but yes. Why you would start? You should wait till everybody's dead. Build up everything. You know, her father's completely framed, and then you know, work on stabbing each other or whatever to make your master plan work. It, it doesn't make any sense. It, 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 but, yeah. you know, it, it's a standard thing where it doesn't make any sense that they're outlining their plan to the person they're going to, do, do they have to tell everybody, you know, like, why is the why is the father even still breathing at this point? Why That's is he duct taped in the closet? They could have killed him a long time ago. They're, they're, they're wasting yeah, time. He should have been dead. He should have been dead. It's weird they yeah. kept him alive. Well, I guess they didn't want to do a Oh, go ahead, Rob, please. No, I was saying, maybe they, they are a little worried about the police determining time of death or something like that. Yeah. No, they're not worried about that at well, all. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going. You, if they had killed, because he had been missing for like two weeks, he'd be all rotten and shit at this party. And do you think Dewey's going to just be like, yep, that looks yep. normal, and then leave? He could have decapitated. His head could have been missing, and they still have been like, you know what, he probably drove the car here and still killed him. You know, he was still probably... <laughs> He's probably good. That's a clear suicide right there. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, you do get – with him stabbing him, you got that great scene, you know, where he's like, I'm feeling woozy, man, you know, and yeah. the peer pressure. That was all funny stuff. Like, that's still yeah. kind of good. Oh, yeah. it, that yeah. still made me smile seeing it, you know, 24 years later or whatever it is. It was like, yeah. I'm dying. 
I, you cut me too deep, Billy. I think I'm dying. You know, like I just. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, they, I, they stab each other way too much. Also. Oh yeah. Oh they yeah. They have some way anger issues. Much. I'm assuming there's there's, there's some underlying yeah, anger. It was like yeah. one stab <laughs> each, and then they're mad at each other and start stabbing each other a little more. All right. So then the gun's missing, and so they both go to look for the gun, and Cindy and her dad disappear. This is something that baffled me. Like, it looks cool for the movie, but when you think about it as real life, you're like, this is kind of fucked up. Because she, she comes out in the the, the outfit yep. and starts fighting him. Her dad's still tied up. Right, and she put him back up. in a closet. Like, yeah. she put him in another closet. Like, she put him in a closet and put yeah. a costume on instead of freeing him to help yeah. her fight. Yeah. And again, she left him tied up in a fucking closet. You could say this about every horror movie, but she stays in the house. That's true. Like, why? Why? Why'd she put the costume on? She wants to fuck with him now instead of just running and, and like. She left her poor father tied up. She's just going to play games, right? She's going to call them on the phone and, you know, like, yeah. she's going to show them, you know, like, everybody always has, like, balls of steel in these movies instead of just being like. You know, blubbering and crying and running away like it would be in real life. Like, no one's just this cocksure that they're going to, like, get the, the voice changer and call them and harass them. It's, it's just not it's not real. It's the last thing Matthew Lillard says in this movie. My parents are going to be so mad at yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Do you well, see him after that? I don't I don't know if that's the last thing, because he comes after her and she smashed him with the oh. TV. I'm sure oh, he said right. something. Oh, right, she crushed him with the television. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and this is where you get the Gale in the safety scene, right? Gale comes in with the gun yeah. just now. Yeah. Oh, and he shoots Gale. Or did he shoot her? Or he just pushes her back? He pushes her back and says something about Gale Weathers signing off. I don't think he shoots her. He just pushes her out the door, right? Yeah. And then I she's unconscious. She's yeah, unconscious. Yeah, he hits her into a pole, right? Like a, right. one of the poles on the, the deck. Yeah. But he uses their tagline. She's unconscious, and he goes... Because he said, I know something you don't, right? He knocks her out. Says, Gail Weathers signed off. He's like, the safety was on. But she's unconscious. She is out like a light, right? Yeah, why, does she get, there. why does she get that little line later on <laughs> where she makes sure to, like, shoot him and say, I got the safety this time or whatever? It's like, was she pretending to be knocked out or was that just we just no, supposed she to No, she realized she fucked up. Up. She realized what okay, she messed so up on. She wasn't responding to him with a zinger. Uh, it just yeah, happened no, to be coincidental. Like, oh, okay. You're always repairing these movies for these guys. I, I just want, want to point that out. But I was like, how does she know he said that? She was knocked out. All right. So eventually, Gail does shoot Billy, and you know he's mostly dead. Right, he's got to come back, which they mentioned that always the movie. Yeah, they always come back one more time. Randy shows back up. He's like, "Hey, I'm alive." Right, make sure he's dead because they always come back alive in the end, and then she shoots him dead in the dead between the eyes. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of she banged like 20 minutes previously. I mean, granted, a lot. Their relationship has has changed in the last 20 minutes. Yeah, there's a little bit of a roller coaster situation going on. There's some ups, there's some downs. You know, it's it's back and forth. Much like any relationship, you know, right. you're going to have some yeah. moments. I mean, if he lived, they would have been on like Maury and she would have been backstage, you know, like something would have been something would have been. Happening. Oh, she, she would have been the one he brought out. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't probably. know if you were doing a not the father thing. That's <laughs> no, more. No, 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 it would have been a talk show moment. <laughs> you are not the staffer. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so then we then we kind of get the montage of everything wrapping up in the end. You see uh, her going in the ambulance. You see or you see Dewey going in the ambulance. That he you know he's alive because you didn't know he was yeah. alive before. Um, you see her go with him. Then you see Gail Weathers somehow got a brand new camera crew that's following her to cover. Uh, you know, uh-huh. like she doesn't even go to the hospital or anything after all that trauma. Her camera's dead, but somewhere she got somebody else to hold a camera for her and follow her to to, to make. Yeah, I mean, she still has all the equipment. She just yeah. needs a body. Yeah, I don't know where she found it, but you know, I guess it was someone that came from wherever, you know, out of the woods and said, "Hold this camera for me." And that's pretty much the end of the movie, right? What am I missing? That's it. It just ends. I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching it again. It was. It was. Yeah. It was good. All right, now we're at the part of the show where we're gonna play a little game. We have a new game to play, suggested by our fans. Wired does uh, these interview autocomplete shows with uh, celebrities where they answer questions about themselves. So we've decided to do that with uh, Ask Jeeves, and we're going to put Ghostface into Ask Jeeves and, you know, play around with what uh, the most searched Ghostface, I guess, questions are. Yeah, I I would say that's the right way to put it, right? Like the the Google. I guess for yeah. lack of a better. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's taken, but uh. Well, you know. <laughs> we're not gonna use yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. Hey, we'll ask Chief. We'll ask Chief. Yeah, ask Chief. <laughs> ask Chief. Hit it. His ghost face. Real. <laughs> I was like, I really wanted to go real. I'm sure that comes up when they say his ghost face real. And, uh, yeah, a, mal- a million percent people type is that because uh, what is it, the Slender Man? Right. I would say that's probably a good one too. Is Ghostface Slender Man? You know, like I mean, I would want to write in there is Ghostface the clumsiest killer you ever seen, but <laughs> I, I know that's not that, that's not gonna right. come up. I want you know sometimes I even wonder if you put in like is Ghostface actually I don't know his name, but the the cop or whatever, or is Ghostface Dewey? You know, Dewey, yeah. <laughs> or Dewey, right? Because I'm sure that you could make some argument that they didn't find the real killer, right? And you never see that senior cop again, you know, like, but something like I don't that. Know, I don't true, know. true. Yeah. Um, so why why would uh, uh, Skeet, Skeet, Skeet and Lilypad oh. admit to murdering? <laughs> I'm not saying it's right, but I could see someone oh, typing okay. that into to ask. Uh, oh, I can see. I can see. I was just trying to work out the the math problem right. you put out there. Right. They were just trying to take credit yeah. and then stab each other a bunch of times. Or they have they had another accomplice they didn't mention. I, you know, I, I don't know, right? Like maybe they didn't map out the full plan. All right, I'll take it. All right, it's Ghostface, a white person. I mean, clearly from this movie. Yes. Right. 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 They, don't, they don't let anybody else in here. Uh, okay. You know, a good killer. Uh, no. I, I, I feel he gets <laughs> well, worse the more he works at it. I mean, I guess he got a bunch of kills, so I'd say if he's a good killer, you know, like, he got it done. Yeah. His ghost face a good killer. No, he gets beat up so much by everyone. Like, Drew Barrymore gets shots in on him. Yeah. You know, Rose Rose got <laughs> shots on him. He's t- yeah. constantly falling. He's constantly being outwitted, but yeah. eventually, except for Sydney. Pretty much, he gets his gets his man yeah. and or woman. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, he well, gets right. the job done. Right. Do you think Lillard actually killed anybody, or do you think all the kills are actually Skeet, and the ones oh, getting I... knocked knocked within the head are Lillard? I think Lillard probably killed like the boyfriend in the beginning. It was tied up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. 
stuff like you know like I think he did some but of the like, killing. Did Drew Barrymore kill? You think that's lizard? Yeah, yeah I was assuming it was Littler. Okay. So why is Ghostface so bad at murder? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say why is Ghostface not bruised and cut from all you know like after he gets done you know like. Is he immortal? Is he <laughs> indestructible? Is he so fast? What? Like, why is Ghostface so fast? He's not he fast. There's just, two of yeah. them. Right. And, yeah, That's got to right, be the answer. Good, that is good. Yeah, there right. are two people chasing you. You right. just don't know it. Why is yeah. Ghostface not better <laughs> at killing people? So clumsy. Right. Uh, they are two hormonal high school boys. Yeah. They got they're fired up on adrenaline, probably yeah. beer, and they're wearing a big old uh, gown. Like, yeah, they're wearing yeah, a, a gown. Definitely makes <laughs> uh, The mask definitely cuts off your peripheral vision. You'd be surprised how well you can see in that mask. I bought one of those before oh, the movie ever came yeah. out. Get weird That's right. Masks. I remember yeah. you. You. I, like, yeah, I, mean, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know. It wasn't from the movie. It was just like a Halloween before the movie came out. Right. I, I do remember that. And I just hope right. you didn't let Reagan borrow it after any breakup. I mean, I might have. You know. <laughs> like that. How dare you? How dare Again, you? Hashtag, I survived Reagan. Hashtag, I'm okay. Hashtag, Hortoberfest. Let's, let's let just us be talk. honest. The, uh, the mask is very comfortable and you can see it very well. Please. I never said anything like that. <laughs> like if I had said the mask is comfortable and right. you could see everything, right. he'd be like, "Oh shit, somebody was murdered." Right. <laughs> Rob's like, "I never had any trouble stalking or killing anybody." No, in not at all. I, I, I actually I did buy a voice changer because of this movie as well. Yes. Yeah, I remember that too. Actually, uh-huh. Uh-huh. not that I ever hashtag. called anyone, hashtag. but I had one. I survived yeah. Rob. Hashtag Hortoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag I'm okay. You might as well just. <laughs> I survived Ryan. Hashtag as well. Just throw them all out there. Right. But uh, subscribe five star. I'm sorry. Those faces think of you. I don't know. Nothing good. He's. I wish I could kill as efficiently as Rob and Rankin. That's what goes <laughs> And Ryan. How do you think <laughs> They're all fine. I'm sure. I hope so. I don't know how this got so dark. Yeah. I don't remember what started that, but. All right. This is our final question. Very excited for it. Does Ghostface have a drinking Stunt problem? Penis. Oh. <laughs> Not stunt penis. Uh, drinking probably, drinking problem could be there, but I thought we were right. nodding back to Tom Cruise. I, I, I don't think either of those are gonna be what comes up. No, if it's stunt penis, oh, well, um, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Uh, does Does Ghostface have a baby by Riz's sister? In, uh, in, they're talking about Ghostface from, from Wu-Tang. the Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang. And uh, I'm going to say sight unseen, and I don't know. Yes. I'm going to say no, because I don't know the answer either, but I might as well take the reverse of that coin. Yeah, that's true. We got all our bases covered now. I I could be like, no, it's not Rizza, it's the Jizza. We'll get our intern on that. They'll let us know who's correct in that. What source is he going to look up? You could just go to the internet and be like, 
did go face impregnate Riza's sister. All right. Uh, so that was our game. Make sure to leave a comment if you want us to see if you want to see us play this game again, or if you have a game idea. Please just tell us who you think won the good guy game this week. We 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 also had a contest running over the weekend. I want to thank everyone who participated and submitted to the Hortoberfest scream. We love you guys. All right. This is the part of the podcast. We decide if it is a co-SG or a co-SB. I'll begin this week. I love this movie. Even though I knew what was happening the whole time, it's uh, from from the very first Drew Barrymore scene. It's I was into it. It holds up. Yes, everyone looks way too old to be high school children. Though the weird PG-13 banging in this movie, I'm not into. You're not. No, <laughs> I'm not just into. Check it. Just check it. We're trying to paint a pretty picture of you this this week, so I, I just know, want... I'm not. I don't think I'm coming off great in this episode, so. <laughs> It's probably going to be one I look back on in 10 years and like, oh, I wish I could take that off the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So it's, I, I thought this was a great film. It still holds up. It's a good watch. Rob, what do you think of this movie? Well, I, I, I love this film. I mean, this has been one of my favorites for, I mean, since it came out. Um, definitely, you know, one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Still good. No question. Ryan, will you be joining Rob and I on the mountaintop as undefeated champions this week? Yeah, this this one I gotta say is still good. I don't I don't know if I go, if this was a different G if this was Coe's G and it meant great I don't know if I'd say great but I, I definitely say good. I mean it's got some problems but I I definitely enjoyed watching it again again seeing all the movie references the the rules which they broke you know. I pointed out where I thought there were cringy moments and things that just didn't really sit well with me anymore. But if if I'm rating on good or bad, it's definitely good. You know, I, I'll watch it again. I'll enjoy it again. It's 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 a good movie. The good guys win. Sequels are made, literally in this case, as we're getting another one of these. Sans uh, Wes Craven, R.I.P. Once again. I was just going to ask if Wes Craven was going to be a part of this one. <laughs> Sorry about the beginning of this podcast. We're kind of a-holes. Yeah, no, by, my bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I apologize. His legacy lives on so much that we thought he was still alive. <laughs> That's where we're going to lay That down. is true. He will live forever <laughs> in our hearts. Make sure you stay to the end of the episode to hear uh, a bonus scene. I want to thank my brothers, Rob and Ryan. Uh, tell the people where they can find us, Rob. Okay, people can find us at coesgpod.com. They'll have links to our Twitter, Instagram, and of course we can be found wherever podcasts are found. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review. For my brothers, this is Reagan. As we always say on coesg, I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. And cut. So anything going on this weekend? Uh, Just working on the house. I need to hit Home Depot.
Oh yeah. What are you getting? Uh, I gotta fix it, Matt. Uh, just need to go get some duct tape, a mask, a tarp, maybe a mallet. A mallet. 